Welcome to the weekly message from Rama Family Church. It is our hope that as you listen to this message, you will come to know Jesus better and be established in your faith and equipped for the work of the ministry. You can view the sermon notes and listen online at rhema.org.au forward slash media. Well, I just wanted to share um, our vision for Sunday night healing. And uh, it's just to see people healed and not suffering to see others take healing to their sphere of influence, to um, teach the members, or methods, I mean, and ways of God on healing. There's methods and ways of God on healing. Uh, and then here are just like so many different ways that we see in the Bible that healing took place, the command of faith, and, and you can go back and watch this on YouTube if you wanna see these um, scripture references. Uh, the word of God is medicine. Then there was touching and laying on of hands uh, and in soaking in the presence. Uh, healing happened that way. Then there's the gifts of the Spirit, where we're going to look at one of them tonight, the word of knowledge. And then there's calling uh, things that be not as though they are, Romans chapter 4. Uh, there's worship and thanksgiving. People, and uh, I've been around when people are just healed during a worship service. Presence of God comes in and great things have happened. Uh, looking to Jesus, uh, j- just simply looking to him. Uh, the prayer of faith and agreement and anointing oil, those are all different ways. Uh, point of contact with cloth, Acts chapter 19, where Paul, uh, I think it was Paul or Peter, laid hands on cloth. The cloth they took to sick people, the anointing went out of the cloth into the people and there was healing. So those are just different ways that God heals and we're gonna look at one way tonight, okay? So we're gonna look at the word of knowledge tonight. And just uh, so you know what, what, what's gonna happen, I'm gonna teach a while. And then uh, I've asked some people that I know operate in the gift of knowledge, they're, they're going to uh, be ready to give out words of knowledge if they receive them from the Lord. And so they may be for our online view, viewing audiences larger than even our live, and so it may not apply to anyone here, but we're ministering to a, a wider group. So even if you're watching online, I just wanted to let you know what was going to happen tonight. Okay, so we're going to start in 1 Corinthians 12, 7, and it says, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge, and that's what we're going to look at tonight, through the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healings by the same Spirit. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, discerning of spirits. To another, different kinds of tongues. To another, the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. So, Father, I thank you for tonight. I just thank you, Father, as we... uh, get uh, go into your word that you help us to minister the word that each person here and online would have ears to hear and and receive understanding and revelation knowledge and we give you all the praise and glory for everything that you would do in jesus name so the first thing we want to do is we can learn we can always learn something about something by seeing what it is not Okay, so I want to do some of that before we look at what the word of knowledge is. So first of all, uh, the word of knowledge is not the gift of knowledge. And so we acknowledge people that 
uh, go to university and college and study and get a lot of knowledge out in the world. And they study to get that. And then, we, then some people are, there's natural geniuses. We acknowledge them. And then there's theologians that put all their time in and study, and then they have a lot of knowledge. But this gift is not to be confused with that. That's, uh, that was somebody that studied, and they received their knowledge from hard work and study. Okay? So it's not the gift of knowledge. So what it is, is the word of knowledge. It is the word. It can be one word, it could be a couple sentences, but it's not the gift. It's not unlimited knowledge, and somebody has that gift. Secondly, which is related, it's not natural knowledge, meaning our intelligence. And as I say, we respect people that study and have natural knowledge. But here again, in uh, 1 Corinthians 12, 7, it says, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given. It's necessary to have a manifestation of the Spirit for the word of knowledge to be there and all the other gifts. And so when we're born again, the Spirit comes on the inside of us and we have the fruits of the Spirit, but there's also what we say the Spirit would come upon us. And so this is a manifestation of the Holy Spirit that comes upon people. It will come and go. It doesn't usually stay permanently. Um, it, you know, and, and I've t people sitting in this room, uh, you've told me that your hands get hot and warm with the healing power. That's the manifestation of gifts of healings. And there's a lot of people in the body of Christ that have that, where their hands get warm. And anytime your hands get warm when you're out in public, it's always good to like look around and say, why, why are my hands warm right now? Because the Lord may have somebody that he wants you to get to when that happens. And then also, just a, a definition for the word of knowledge. The word of knowledge is the supernatural revelation by the Holy Ghost of certain facts in the mind of God. The facts can be past or present. And notice I didn't say future because that's a word of wisdom. But a word of knowledge is pat, facts that are past and present. Uh, and the facts can be about people, places, or things. And we're going to look at a few examples and see that that's so. And then also, let's just talk about how this gift can manifest. So there are a number of ways that this gift can manifest. So here, here are some of the ways, like the inward witness. And that's more like a quiet voice that you just, on the inside, you know, you have that inward witness and you, you get something. But then there is the voice of the Holy Ghost, which is more, it's a louder voice. And it's not as common to hear that. You can hear it on the outside with your ears. It, it's, I've heard of people that had it, less common. But the inward voice, and because we're in the New Testament, that's one of the main ways that we're led by the Spirit on the inward man. So it's good to learn how to become sensitive to that. And then tongues and interpretation, the gift can manage through, uh, manifest through that. Prophecy. Now, there is simple prophecy, which would be edification and an exhortation. And then there is prophecy that would, in, that would include a word of knowledge or a word of wisdom. That becomes prophetic. So the simple prophecy is exhortation and, uh, and an edif edification. But prophecy that's prophetic has a word of knowledge or a word of wisdom in it, dealing with facts that are past and present and also something that would be in the future. Okay? And then... Um, an angel can come and deliver a word of knowledge, and that happened in the book of Acts, very possible. 
Then a dream. You can have a word of knowledge in a dream. And then also in a vision. So these are all the different ways that a word of knowledge can manifest. Now you may have the question, how can I begin operating in the word of knowledge? Now this, um, the Pentecostal fathers, um, which um, did not come from America, they came from England, and they had quite a bit of things before, uh, you know, America, you know, America's a little over 200 years old, and so the they had the King James Bible over there and they've been going at it longer. So you had Howard Carter and Harold Horton and Donald G, you know, all of those guys and, and they wrote in Smith Wigglesworth and they wrote a lot of books and thank God those books got over to America. And you know, the, the person that I sat under, Brother Hagen, he studied after all those guys. And, um, and so we thank God for um, England and what they gave to the body of Christ. So. This is a quote by Brother Hagen, but I'm sure that it came from further away than that. So he says this, that speaking in tongues is the door into all the spiritual gifts. Some people like to jump in and get all the gifts of the Spirit at once, but you have to go through the door to get into the supernatural. And, uh, and I've read the guys in England, I've read their books, uh, and I know that there's various people on this page. So of course, there's people that will say this is wrong and they have free speech, it's okay, but you either believe it or you don't. And all I know is I didn't, I didn't operate in anything until I was filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in tongues. And the more I pray in tongues, the more consistent I am at operating in these things. And that's what the spiritual fathers also said. And that's the, the the man that I sat under and was mentored by, it's in his book. You can read his book. Brother Hagen says when he prayed in tongues, he operated more consistently in spiritual gifts. And so praying in tongues, Paul the Apostle said, I pray in tongues more than you all. So I guess he wasn't crazy or anything like that. You know, praying in tongues is very profitable. And so being baptized in the Holy Spirit and, and speaking in other tongues is like the doorway into the supernatural. I don't know many people that are not baptized in the Spirit that operate in a lot of things. And, and so I'm just uh, saying that you, the question is, how can I begin operating? It's, the first step would be go through that door. If you want to be filled with the Spirit and speak in tongues, uh, you're, we, we have people here tonight that are qualified to help you. Um, they know how to help you uh, have that. So just come up after, and we would be glad to help. So um, let's remember that it says these signs shall follow those who believe. And one of those signs is they'll speak in tongues. Jesus said that. And I don't think he was flaky. He was fruitful, but not flaky. And then tongues is the language of the spirit. You can pray in your understanding and you can pray in the spirit. That's the, the, the language the Bible says. So praying in your understanding is great but you can also pray in the spirit and that's referring to tongues. And, and so it's, it's a spiritual language. And so, and this is why the devil has fought so, he's fought hard against that speaking in tongues because it's also in the Bible that when you pray in tongues, you can pray mysteries, you speak mysteries and pray mysteries. The devil can't understand that. It's between us and God. And praying in tongues, you can pray out the plans and purposes of God and you can pray out mysteries 
So it's very beneficial and it helps. So just answering the question, how can I begin operating in the word of knowledge? Well, just all of the spiritual gifts, these are just things to help. So the Holy Spirit in our spirit speaks through us and the Holy Spirit flows through us. So tongues makes us the channel through which the Holy Spirit can operate. All, the, all of the nine gifts. And all of the nine gifts were in operation in the Old Testament except tongues. That is a New Testament gift. It, it wasn't... And, and then Jesus, he operated in all the gifts of the Spirit except for tongues. People have the question, well, why, why, why did they operate and why is it necessary in the New Covenant? I, well, I'm not God, so I can't answer that completely, but Jesus did not have a sin nature. And one of the things about tongues, it's very helpful for the flesh even. When you pray in the Holy Ghost, you build up your most holy faith. And Jesus, of course, didn't, he, he, he did not have a sin nature. He never sinned. And so tongues is a church thing. And thank God that we have it. And, and that's, I'll just stop there because I, I, we, we need to look at something else. But uh, so here's like just a few examples uh, of the word of knowledge. So in the New Testament, in John chapter 4, there's it convinced a sinner for the need of a Savior, reading, Jesus said to her, go, go, call your husband and come here. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, you have said, well, I have no husband, for you have had five husbands, and the one whom you know have have, sorry, is not your husband, and that you spoke truly. The woman said to him, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. And so Jesus had a word of knowledge about this woman. What's the definition again? It's a supernatural revelation by the Holy Ghost of certain facts in the mind of God. The facts can be past, present, which those facts were. Jesus got something about her past and her present, and the facts can be about people. In this case, it was people, so that is a word of knowledge, all right? And so then oh, we want to think, well, what happened because of that? What were the results of that? And here the results are simple. Jesus knew her past. She had five husbands. Jesus knew her present. She was living with a man that she wasn't married to. What profit came out of it? Because it tells us that it profits. The gifts of the Spirit will profit. So the lady recognized him as a man of God or a prophet. She recognized her need for salvation. Uh, and she ran into town and said, hey, everyone, come and see this man. And so it had great profit when Jesus operated that way. And, and then also, how did it manifest? Well, that gift, it, it's not real clear, but it seemed like Jesus had the inward witness that he knew about that lady. And it's interesting how when we have a word of knowledge, how can, it can open doors to people's hearts and we'll even see a little bit more of that later. Here's another one. In uh, uh, Paul the Apostle in the book of Acts, it's Acts chapter 9 and verse 10, says, there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias, and to him the Lord said in a vision, Ananias, and he said, here I am, Lord. So the Lord said to him, arise and go to the street called Straight and inquire at the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus, for behold, he is praying. And in a vision, he has seen a man named Ananias coming and putting his hand on him 
so that he might receive his sight. So remember the definition, it's, it's a supernatural revelation by the Holy Ghost of certain facts in the mind of God. The facts can be past and present. The facts can be about people, places, or things. So how did the, the Spirit manifest here? It, it was in a vision in this particular case. It was a word of knowledge to Ananias, and it was given in a vision. Here are some of the facts. It was about a certain place, a street, and a house. Uh, and then it was about people, the house of Judas. It was about a man named Paul. And the present fact was Paul was praying and saw in a vision. And so this is how it came to Paul. And how did it profit? Paul received his sight and was filled with the Holy Ghost. And so it was profitable. Now, my, I, I actually myself had this happen. Uh, and it's not always about healing. We're talking about it. And we're going to look at a, an example with healing soon. But this happened to me um, a number of years ago in another country. And I was with a fellow Italian friend. And she had this thing that I, I, I watched her. She flirted with the guys. And uh, at times she even flirted with me. And so I was speaking with her once and she started flirting with me. And I had something come to my heart and I began to say it before I had time to think. I try not to do that when I'm behind the pulpit. But it went something like this. You, I, I said this to her. I said, you know why you flirt with all the guys, don't you? She said, no. I said, it's because you are insecure about your looks and fearful you won't end up with a guy. And then I said, your flirting is going to get you the wrong guy, not the one God has for you. Because she, she was a Christian. She burst out crying, and she said, like, I hate you, and walked away from me. <laughs> After she cooled down, she came back around, and she said, you are so right about that. And I just want to say that I never saw her flirt with a guy again. Uh, and I think the Lord ministered to her and, and helped her not be insecure. And she ended up with a guy down the road. And so that, that was a, a word of knowledge concerning her, and it really helped her. <clears throat> so let's go to the New Testament now, and let's look at healing in the New Testament. So in John chapter 5, in verse 2, it says, There was in Jerusalem by the sheep gate a pool, which is called in Hebrew Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of sick people, blind, lame, paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred up the water. Then whoever stepped in first after the stirring of the water was made well of whatever disease he had. Now a certain man was there who had an infirmity 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had already been in that condition a long time, he said to him, do you want to be made well? And so let's just stop there and let's look at that. Jesus saw him lying there. So we see people. But then there was more than just looking at somebody. It says he knew that he had been in that condition for a long time. So when I see somebody in a wheelchair, unless the Holy Spirit says they've been in that wheelchair a long time, I wouldn't know. That was a word of knowledge about a person. It was a present fact and, and, um, or past present. So then uh, the, Jesus noticed that. And so then the sick man answered him, Sir, I have no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. But while I am coming, another steps down before me. Jesus said to him, Rise Take up your bed and walk. 
and immediately the man was made well, took up his bed and walked, and that day was the Sabbath. Now, if we continue to read, we can see after this wonderful thing happened, the religious people got onto Jesus for working on the Sabbath, but we, we won't look at that. But let's remember what the, the definition of the word of knowledge. It's a supernatural revelation by the Holy Ghost of certain facts in the mind of God. So he shares those with us. It's a word of knowledge. Jesus had that. The facts can be past or present. The facts can be about people, places, or things. In this case, it was about this man. Jesus had supernatural revelation about this man, and he was in that condition a long time. And so how did the spirit manifest here? Well, again, it would seem like it was an inward witness, an inward manifest, like he knew it on the inside, Jesus did. When he looked at that man, he knew. And, uh, he, and so that is, that's how the gift can manifest, that we, we get something on the inside and we know. I was going somewhere to, uh, to um, visit a lady who was not well and uh, really on her deathbed. And it was about a half hour drive. That hap this happened in Australia. And I just decided to pray in tongues the whole way up for a half hour. I love doing that. I, I, you know, I love praying in tongues and I can go for quite a while. I, I really encourage you to do that. And so on the way up, I had these things come in my spirit. It's so subtle. And sometimes you can even forget when you get these things. But I, I went up to and, and I met the brother of the lady that was on her deathbed. And, um, and we had coffee before we went to her house for me to minister to her. And um, so we, you know, we're friends, so we talked a little bit. And then I said, I got a question. I said, I'm picking this up in my spirit, but let me know if it makes any sense. I said, I, said, I, think, I think your sister is, um, she is like really thinking about her past and things that she did wrong in the past and things that like she would need forgiven for and she's going backwards and not forward and then he 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 told me he said that's correct there's actually and he said a so-called prophet that's been talking to her like you know you you need to go backwards and the reason you're not receiving from god is for this reason and so that was very subtle that was a word of knowledge you know and uh and so that is how it can operate and see I probably would think if I would have you know if I would have just drove up and thought about things or if I put even music on I may have never got that I'm just saying praying in the Holy Ghost uh, makes a difference okay all right so then um, let's say talk about this um, the certain facts in the mind of God that were revealed and, and uh, this even became clearer to me about this what happened with this man so Jesus was first he looked at the man it's, it's how it all started and then when he looked at the man he knew something and because he knew something when he looked at the man he asked him a question so I'm just thinking like what part of what we do on a Sunday night here is where we want to take this out of here and we want to be able to minister so I thought this helps me because when I am out and if I look at something and if I get that subtle thing in my spirit, if I just go up to somebody and ask the question, it can open a door. This is just like real practical. So he, he gets something about this guy and, and really like our, 
our, we had a team at one time called the Go Team, and Karen uh, had a, uh, everything to do with that team. She, it was on a Saturday morning. And then we had our students, when we, before the lockdown, they would go out. And many of our students operated this way, and many on the Go Team, they would get something, and they would go somewhere, and they would, they would like, see somebody in a, shirt, a certain color of, of a shirt, you know, and then because they got that, they would go talk to that person, or they would be out around the shopping centers and they would see something, they would get something about somebody and that one word of knowledge was enough for them to go say something, talk. It opens doors. So this is what I noticed with Jesus. And, um, and so th this was a supernatural thing that Jesus knew. It wasn't like he looked at someone and said, hey, I like your shirt. You know, it wasn't that. Hey, that, that's a great haircut. It's like that hair style coming back in, in again. It wasn't like that kind of talk. It was like he knew something about the man's physical condition, okay? And then it led to another step. When we get things supernaturally by the Holy Spirit, it can lead to various steps. This is what the Lord said to me this afternoon. That was the way Jesus, it led to him asking a question. But for any of us, there can be a variety of steps that we could take next when we get something by the Holy Spirit. So we should be sensitive when we're out and about and the Lord reveals something to us. There's this old saying, knowledge is power. And you know, and it, it can be a good and bad saying, like if you have knowledge and you don't share it and you hold it over people, that's not good. But when you get a word of knowledge, that can be power because it can open all kind of doors and it can lead to things that are very fruitful in the kingdom, okay? So um, Jesus knew about this man, and then he asked the question. He said, how long have you been in this condition? And just that one question asking the man started to open up the door. So the prophet that we see that came out of it, because Jesus was led to the man, one thing led to another. It opened the man's heart. And it, oh, you could, we could say it opened the possibility of laying on a hands, but that's not the way Jesus ministered. So if you get something for somebody, it could be laying on a hand. There's a variety of things. It could be like go up, you get something about somebody, and it's like you should give them a word. But in this particular case, what Jesus did, the man talked back to Jesus and told him his story, and then Jesus commanded. And so we always want to know if we get a word of knowledge, what's the next step? You get something, should I lay hands on Should I go talk to somebody? Should I share a scripture? Should I lay hands? Or should I do a command, you know, release authority and command something? Uh, or maybe it's for the future. Maybe like you could get a word of knowledge and the Lord says, okay, that, I want you to start praying about that, but this is not the time to minister. There's so many different things that can happen, but one thing will lead to another. So um, we could say that the word of knowledge sparked or initiated the next step. And that's what can happen, okay? Here's another thing to note, that Jesus only ministered to the one guy. So that's noteworthy. You, you notice in the ministry of Jesus, when he operated this way, he just, didn't, uh, he just didn't do like a bunch of people. When he ministered to the multitude, he taught and then he laid hands. He taught and preached and laid hands for the multitude, when he ministered one-on-one, -on -one, it, it wasn't like it, these gifts operated for, the, the, those porches were full of sick people, but he saw one man and had a word of knowledge for one man, and he ministered to one man, and then he left. 
And I think that's significant for us to know because I've heard people say, if you're so, they said this about Christians and even ones that believe in healing, if you're so anointed, why don't you go into the hospital and empty it out? Well, that was the hospital back then and Jesus didn't empty it out. And I don't think any of us are better than Jesus, okay? If you are, please come and see me uh, after the service. You can help all of us. So with that said, I'm going to invite Madonna back up to the piano because we want to take some time to minister now. And so even the people that are going to minister, I, I, I talked to some people that, op, that operate this way, and they're just going to stand over here. If any of you guys that have a word, you can, um, you can get up now. night terrors, uh, sleep paralysis, feel like you're being pinned down by some force, um, you're terrified when you're going to sleep because you don't know if it's going to happen, and I feel like the Lord wants to say to you, have your mind on me. It says in Isaiah 26.3 that I will keep you in perfect peace if your mind is stayed on me. That's what God's saying. So keep your mind on Him. And also, he gave me another scripture verse, um, Psalm 91, very powerful chapter, but specifically the very first verse. And it says, um, he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. So as you, you close your eyes and go to sleep, just thank God that you, you're submitting to him and you're able to sleep in his shadow, in his shelter, and demons can't touch you when you're in that um, place spiritually. And also, if you have perhaps opened doors through things that you're watching, um, taking in, listening to, that has to be cut off in order for you to maintain this. So I just felt like that was a word to share. Thank you, Benny. Thank you. While Herman's coming, I, as Benny was speaking, I, I received this word, so I'm going to give this out, and then Herman, you can give yours out. But I, I received this, um, and this is for Christians, and, and this is like, could be for one person or more than one, that you have been, you need healing in your body, and what you've been doing is you've been going, you've been listening to a lot of different things in a lot of different ways, and the Lord would be saying to you, that you need to focus in on one thing. You're, you're getting too scattered and it's, it's hindering you from receiving. And I'm just picking up in my spirit that, that for you in particular, it, it would be good for you to get into the word. You are on a, in a place in your spiritual walk that you have enough understanding and knowledge that you were, you're thinking you might receive your healing from somebody else, but the Lord is saying, you can get into the word and receive your healing by feeding on the word and exercising your faith so 
There's a lady watching online, and this comes to me very clearly. You went to a psychic about three years ago, actually, and uh, since then you've had a very peculiar disease. It came soon after you paid that visit to that woman. And uh, a word comes up in my spirit. It's called lupus. That thing came upon your body. And you should command that in the name of Jesus to leave your life. And you should say, I believe I have received my healing. And you should speak to that and tell it to leave your life in Jesus' name. I see also clearly on my left here, there's a lady. You've had an autoimmune, some sort of thing going on there. Has affect your affected your hormonally. And you should receive that now because the healing presence of God is coming to take care of that in your body right now in Jesus' mighty name. Yes. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Um, the gifts of the Spirit, one of the nine gifts of the Spirit are gifts of healing, plural, gifts of healing. And um, sometimes a gift of healing works in tandem with a word of knowledge. In other words, in the mind of God, God is aware of physical um, healing that is available for that person course he knows but he shares that knowledge and by speaking it out it helps that person use their faith to just get it they can they can use their faith anyway but when that is spoken out um, by word of knowledge then they're able to access and grab a hold and so um, uh, this word of knowledge is just revealing something that God knows about somebody, and that is a problem with ligaments. And um, uh, one in particular, but not just one. And so um, right now, I'm speaking that word, and as I speak that word, just know God knows that about you. Now grab a hold of your healing by faith, because it's here right now that that ligament is normal, it's well, and it functions the way God means for it to. Um, another one, and this I think goes in conjunction with what Benny got with night terrors, uh, but it also can apply to somebody um, uh, that does not have night terrors as well, and that is TMJ, a problem with uh, uh, the jaw tremendous pain in the jaw and grinding for someone it's connect it has been connected with those night terrors and um, as you follow that word that came uh, that Benny got regarding uh, night terrors and putting your mind on the Lord and doing that uh, bit of corrective thing on what you're putting your mind on and good things and off of what what brings terror um, there'll be healing there. But not only that, then the, whoever is experiencing TMJ, I'm just speaking that out. God knows that you have been suffering with that. And he's given this word of knowledge for you just to claim, claim what belongs to you right now. 
praise the name of the Lord. And if that is you, just go ahead and put your hand on your, on your jaw and say, I take that healing right now. Praise the Lord. Um, as we were listening to the word, um, I had the word warts come up in my heart. And I know that warts can be a terrible curse, but um, as I was praying in the spirit, uh, I saw and I sensed that warts, there's someone who has warts on their lips. And um, you've tried all sorts of things to get rid of the warts and they seem to go away, but then they come back again and you're really distressed about it. And the Lord is saying that this time it's going to work. This time those warts are leaving. And um, as I, I was just had that thing about warts, I, f I felt it in my mouth. And uh, you, you're really afraid that these warts are going to travel into your mouth, but uh, they're not going any further. In fact, from now on, those warts are drying up and they are leaving your body and they'll never come back again, never come back again. They're under the blood. They're part of the curse from which you have been redeemed. And we call those warts gone in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Yes, um, I think... See, there's a lady here, you've had been on some medication and um, it's caused you some problems and some trauma. And what I'm seeing is in the abdominal region, there's a lady here like you have that. Quite some discomfort at times. Uh, it was caused by some medication. You think that may have been the case. And there's been some other physical symptoms along with that too, but one is within the abdominal region. Uh, so. You should receive that healing presence right now and just take it in and see yourself healed and say, I have received my healing. There's a guy also, you sort of get knotted up, excuse me, uh, Reverend, but from the back of the neck here and into the shoulder sometimes, and then also you get a traveling of pain right down in between your shoulders and it uh, comes and goes. You've had that a few times this week and stiffens you up and sometimes causes you to not be able to elevate your right arm very well. You should receive freedom from that right now in the name of Jesus and be free. I call you free. The name, as I'm delivering this one more, there's another lady who was watching online when I gave a word about someone visiting a psychic and had become ill with a strange illness after that. There's another lady, you said, wow, that sounds something like me. Um, so. Actually, a name since then keeps coming up in my heart, in my spirit, and your name is actually Colleen, watching online, and you should take that deliverance and command that thing to leave your life. I send that to you in the mighty name of Jesus, who is risen. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. For you that are watching online, it would be wonderful if you wrote uh, comments on our YouTube channel or our Facebook, because uh, we love to hear testimonies. Praise the Lord. I saw a young teenage girl and 
she was thinking about suicide. I'm not sure if she's here or if she's online, but she was using a method of putting poison on a teaspoon and slowly drinking it. And I just wanted to let her know that God loves her very much and she has a plan. He has a plan and a purpose for her life. And she is worth it. She is worthy. And the Lord says to her, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So I would say with all the strength that you have, come to Jesus. He gave his life for you and you are very important to him. As, as I'm just sitting there, I, um, I, I see clearly that somebody, uh, you're watching online too, and the Northern Territory comes up in my spirit really, really clearly. You work out on a cattle station, you've had an accident, and you're a guy, man, you've had some damage to your right side where I put my hand, you've had some damage here, excruciating pain goes down your leg and it has even caused your right knee to be somewhat almost, well, almost crippled for quite some time. We believe for your healing. You say, I take it now in Jesus' name. And I got this in my spirit as I was just sitting there. Over the next three weeks, you're going to see a lot of marked change. It will not be an automatic, instant miracle. But within three weeks, if you keep believing you have received that, you'll have manifestation of healing from the Northern Territory. Bless you. Thank you, Herman. Thank you, thank you, Father, for all those words. Hallelujah. This just came right into my spirit when when uh, Herman was. We're better, you know. We're better together. Just like different gifts. When when one person's doing something, it just sparks something. So we're we're just better all together, aren't we? But this just came in. It's a general thing that came into my spirit, and it's it's for any Christian. And I, I just heard the Holy Ghost begin to say, you sit back and you watch others and you think, I could never do that. And the Spirit of the Lord would say to you, all Christians can flow in my spirit. All Christians can operate in spiritual gifts. I've said in my word to desire spiritual gifts and so begin to desire the best gifts, as I've said in my word. And open up your heart and receive my spirit with my, the baptism of the Holy Spirit and speak in other tongues, for it is the doorway. 
And so all Christians can do it. So no longer sit back and think they're doing it, but I can't. For you can, says the Spirit of the Lord. And if you take that step, you will see that you will be more influential everywhere you go. You will be an influence and you will be fruitful for the kingdom because you will go into places with equipment that you've never had before. For you've gone in with mental powers and you have reasoned, but this is a supernatural thing and it's beyond reasoning and it is equipment and power that you have not yet operated in. So do not think that you cannot do it and value the fruitfulness that will come out of these gifts that I have given my body. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Is everyone clear then? Oh, I'm just going to turn. We'll, we'll, we'll go out singing tonight so you, you can just uh, sing. I just want to speak the name of Jesus over every heart and every mind. Cause I know there is peace within your presence I speak Jesus And I just want to speak the name of Jesus Till every dark addiction starts to break Declaring there is hope and there is freedom, I speak Jesus. Because your name is power, your name is healing, your name is life. And breaks every stronghold. And shines through the darkness and burns like a fire. I just want to speak the name of Jesus over fear and all anxiety. To every soul held captive by depression. We speak the name of Jesus Cause that name is power That name is healing All oh, the name of Jesus is life Yes That name breaks every stronghold And it shines through the darkness And it burns like a fire Oh, shout Jesus from the mountains And Jesus in the streets Jesus in the darkness Over every enemy Oh, Jesus for my family I speak the holy name The name of Jesus 
Father, we thank you for all those that you use tonight. We give you all the praise and glory for every person that was ministered to. You received the glory. So, Father, we thank you. Uh, we thank you for your holy word. Hallelujah. We're so grateful, Lord. We're so grateful. Praise God. This concludes uh, our Sunday evening service. Praise the Lord. If you would like more information or resources on this or other topics, or if you would like to sow into this ministry financially to help us share messages just like this one each week, please visit our website at brainer.org.au.